Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P-Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman. Today, the Man of Steel despairs for the life of Tony Sloan, as his widespread search of the waterfront reveals no trace of the missing reporter. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, I know a lot of fellows and girls who are all hepped up about how keen Kellogg's Pep tastes at breakfast. They say it's super terrific, or uh, super duper, or just plain super. But no matter how you say it, it all comes down to the fact that if you're hep to pep, you're hep to some super delicious eating. Just one glimpse of those crispy whole wheat flakes will tell you that. They're tender and they're crisp and toasted golden brown. And flavor? Why, Kellogg's Pep is called the Sunshine Cereal. It's loaded with sunny, golden toasted flavor that sure tickles your taste. Each spoonful calls for more. Fact is, gang, Kellogg's Pep is really on the sunbeam. Makes breakfast so terrific, you'll want to eat hearty. And you won't want to leave one single flake in your bowl. And you know, that's the right angle, gang, especially nowadays, when the cereal grains, like the whole wheat and pep, are being sent to fellows and girls overseas. So, get hep to pep, gang. When Mom brings Kellogg's pep home from the grocers, don't waste it. If you pour your own pep, pour it carefully, and polish off every bit you pour out. Pass the word along to the rest of your family, too. Just remember... Eat all your pep. Don't waste it. And now, the adventures of Superman. As part of the Daily Planet campaign to destroy the root of juvenile delinquency, Clark Kent, Lois Lane, and Editor Perry White are spearheading a fight against the election as mayor of Martin Higgins, a corrupt politician. Victory seemed assured when Tony Sloan, a Planet reporter, gained possession of some letters which proved beyond doubt that Higgins was associated with racketeers suspected of encouraging juvenile delinquency to further their own greed. But before Sloan could deliver the damaging evidence, the finger of doom was placed on him by Mary Hennig, a tough young girl hoodlum who, schooled in crime by Al Vincent, a Higgins henchman, wormed her way into a job on the planet. When Sloan failed to keep an appointment, Kent, as Superman, followed the tracks of a car in which the reporter had apparently been taken away to a little frequented spot on the bank of the Metropolis River. Fearing the worst, the Man of Steel streaked out over the night-blackened water, circling and darting like some strange bird as his keen eyes searched for a floating body. Looking several minutes and still find no sign of Tony. If he were in the river, I should have seen him by now. Surely the tide couldn't have carried him further than this. But if they didn't throw him in, what could they have done with him? Well, guessing won't help. The only thing to do is to go back to the city, pick up those tire tracks again, and hope for the best. Away! Reversing his direction, Superman streaks back upriver toward the lights of Metropolis to begin anew his search for Tony Sloan. But unseen by the Man of Steel, the object of his search lies still and apparently lifeless 
in shallow, brackish water, hidden in the inky darkness under an abandoned loading dock. Then suddenly, for a split second, a reflected gleam of light from a passing tugboat falls eerily on the white face of the half-submerged man as Superman rockets by. His keen eye attracted, the red and blue clad figure stops for a moment, hangs poised in midair. Wait a minute, what's that? Could it be... Yes, it's a body. The body of a man. Down! It's Tony. Unconscious, but still alive, thank heaven. Tear these ropes off first. There we are. Now to get him to a doctor in a hurry. Up! Up! And away! I'd feel a lot better if you'd spend the night in the hospital. Well, thanks for being concerned, Chief, but I'm okay. The doctor told me to go home, take a hot bath, and get a good night's sleep. And in the morning, I'll be good as new. All right. All right. Do as you please. Uh, before we leave, Tony, can you tell us what happened? Well, sure. Here's the story. I got down to Al Vincent's pawn shop a little before 9 o'clock, the time set to raid the place. Mm-hmm. Because I wanted to be there when you arrived with the police, Kent. I see. I was waiting in an alley across the street when suddenly... Three men came along out of the shadows. One of them asked me if I'm Tony Sloan. I said yes. One of them slugged me. And that's all I remember until I woke up on the floor of a fast-moving car. Good heavens. Oh, rats. You think you'd know any of those thugs if you saw them again? I don't think so, Kent. It was too dark to see what they looked like. But I did hear them talking, and I heard enough to learn who hired them to wipe me out. You did? Who was it, Tony? Al Vincent, the pawnbroker. You mean the one who was raided tonight? That's right. Are you sure of that? Did you actually hear them speak of Vincent? Well, not exactly... That is, what I heard was one of the men saying something about being anxious to get his hands on the hundred dollars a man named Al was going to give him for this job. A man named Al? Well, what does that prove? There are hundreds of men named Al. I know that, but as I told you, I also know for a fact that Al Vincent is Higgins' partner. In what way, Tony? Vincent encourages juvenile delinquency, baiting underprivileged kids with the lure of easy money. He teaches them to steal and disposes of their stolen goods. Then he splits the take with Higgins. Tony, we couldn't find any proof of that when we raided his place tonight. I know, but it's obvious that somebody tipped him off about the raid. One of the mugs who got me mentioned somebody named Chicky who put the finger on me. Chicky? Who could that be? Search me. Well, it doesn't matter much now anyway. Without the Higgins letters to prove what we know about him, I'm afraid we're sponsoring a lost cause. Yes, Lois, I'm afraid you're right. Nothing doing. We've got to fight this thing through, letters or no letters. Hey, wait a minute. What do you mean by that? Well, without the letters... We've what still could... got the Higgins letters. What? Are you what kidding? What do you mean, Tony? I was afraid something like this might happen. So I put a fat envelope in my pocket labeled Higgins Correspondent. Actually, the envelope held nothing more than blank paper. And that's what those mugs got. Well, Why, Tony, Tony, that is The real letters wonderful. are in the mail. Now, addressed to you at the office, Chief. They should arrive in the first delivery tomorrow morning. Well, I take my hat off to you, Tony. That was the <laughs> smartest piece of work I've seen in a long time. Yeah, that goes double for me, my boy. And when this election is over, you'll find a nice bonus in your envelope. But thanks, boss. Oh, I'd give a lot to have seen the faces on those gangsters when they opened the envelope to find it empty. <laughs> I'd give a lot more to see Mr. Al Vincent's face when he finds out how Tony fooled him. <laughs> At the very moment when our friends are enjoying a laugh at his expense, Al Vincent, his swarthy face purple with rage, vents his wrath on a pair of unhappy thugs who squirm uncomfortably in the back room of Vincent's pawn shop. You stupid dopes, dumb jakes that you are! But look, boss, we, we thought these was the Higgins letters. You thought? With what? If you wasn't so stupid, you'd have brought that Sloan character to me, and I'd have found out what he'd done with the real letters. Oh, well, well, I guess maybe we just didn't think fast enough, huh, boss? You guess you didn't. <laughs> 
<laughs> Why, you whacked up apes. I ought to have the terrier tossed in after Sloan. Go on, get out of my sight before I lose my temper. Okay, okay, we're going. But look, what about the payoff? Payoff? I'm paying you off with your lives. Now beat it out of that back door, I'll change my... Okay, okay, we're going. Come on, Twitch. Of all the bird brain jakes, I had to pick them two. Oh, this has got to work. If it don't, Higgins' chances ain't worth a plug nickel. And if he ain't elected mayor, I'm out of business. In more ways than one. Hello. Yep, Higgins and me. Hello. Higgy. Yeah, yeah, who's this? This is Al. Come on over to my shop right away. No, no, I'll... Don't I'll give gotta... me that stall routine, kid. Do like I say. Come on over and don't waste no time. Chicky, this guy Sloan was too smart to get grabbed with them letters on him. Now we got to find out what he'd done with them. And that's where you Now, come. wait a minute, Ella. I don't want to have no more to do with this. Are you kidding? No. Now, this has gone further than I thought it would. You didn't tell me you was going to kill him. Look, Chicky, I don't have to tell you no more than I want to, see? Besides, you're in it now, up to your teeth, whether you like it or not, see? No. No, Ella, I You don't... want to get turned into the cops for a juvenile delinquent? No. You want to get no, sent I... to a reformatory or maybe even to the big house for being what they call an accomplice oh, to no. murder? No, no, I, I then... don't want to... Then pull yourself together and work with me. Because the only thing that can help you is electing Higgins mayor. If he gets in office, he'll protect you and me and the others. And if them letters get printed in the Daily Planet, he ain't got a chance. And neither do you. You get it? Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Okay, stop blubbering and listen. <laughs> We'll return in a moment for the suspenseful climax of today's episode. So stand by. Well, here it is, gang. Monday's the day we bring out a brand new pep dish of the week. So get set for a nifty dish that'll dress up breakfast like anything. And here it is. It's called Date Bait. Yes, sir, this week's pep dish of the week is Date Bait. And it's a slick dish for breakfast, believe me. Here's how it goes. You put a layer of Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, in the bottom of your bowl. Scatter the top with a few pieces of dates, you know, cut into fairly small pieces. Then another layer of Pep, more dates, and on up until you're ready to add milk and pitch in. That's date bait, this week's Pep Dish of the Week. And it sure does bait your appetite first thing in the morning, because those tender, crisp flakes of Kellogg's Pep are full up with sunny, golden toasted flavor. Why, you'll want to polish off every last bit in your bowl. Which is certainly the right idea, particularly nowadays, when the cereal grains are being sent to fellows and girls overseas. Remember that when Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers. Don't waste it. If you pour your own Pep, pour it carefully and eat up every bit you pour out. And say, keep an eye on your younger brothers and sisters, too. Make sure to eat all your Pep. Don't waste it. Employing intimidation through threat of exposure, a method common to those who develop and use juvenile delinquents to perform and take the blame for their dirty work, Al Vincent has retained his hold over Mary Hennig, a young hoodlum also known as Chicky. Now, frightened, she listens as Vincent tells her what he wants her to do. This Sloan character must have put them letters in a pretty safe place, and I figure he told the people on the planet just what he wants done with them. What I want you to do, Chicky, is find out where they are. But how well... Who do you think it'd tell me? That Lois Lane dame. She's a big shot there. She'd know. Um, maybe she would. All right, so you gotta figure a way to make a spill. Look, you put it over on her once and you can do it again. You gotta do it. Tonight. Tonight? But why don't... We got no time to waste. Come on, I'll drive you over to her apartment. You'll go up and give her some kind of a yarn about being worried over something in the office and get her talking. Well, uh, 
Okay, I'll try it. But what if she won't spill? If she won't spill to you, she'll talk for me. I got ways of making her. Know what I mean? As Mary Hennig, alias Chicky, leaves with Al Vincent to pay Lois Lane a visit, the girl reporter seated in Clark Kent's car in front of her apartment has been heatedly defending the young hoodlum against Kent's suspicions. What's more, I think it's small and unfair for you to suspect even for one minute that a sweet child like Mary Hennig could tip off the race. Well, now, forget your feminine emotions for a minute, Lois, and be sensible. Outside of the police, only you, the chief, Mary, and I knew about the raid and the appointment with Tony to pick up the letters. Clark, you have You didn't tip Vincent, did you? Do you think the chief or I did? Oh, don't be ridiculous, Clark. Well, all right. That leaves only Mary Hennig, a kid about whom we know little or nothing except that she was in your journalism class at the settlement. Isn't it reasonable, then, to suspect no, that she may have... No, it is not reasonable. Well, I not? am convinced that Mary's as blameless as, as we are. Now, look... And I refuse to discuss this any further. But, but wait, Lois, Good I night, don't... Mr. Kent. Lois! Curious, Lois Lane strides into the entrance to her apartment house as Clark Kent drives away. Neither of them aware that during their argument, Mary Hennig sat in Al Vincent's car less than half a block away, waiting for just this moment to again use Lois as an unsuspecting accomplice in their plot to maintain the evenness of juvenile delinquency through corrupt politics. Will Lois once again fall for the clever lying of the young girl hoodlum whose assignment is to locate the incriminating evidence against Al Vincent's candidate for mayor of Metropolis? The next episode in this exciting expose of juvenile delinquency tells the story. So don't miss it. Tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, kids, if you're training your dog, try rewarding him for good behavior with Kellogg's Grow Pup. There's a dog food that makes a hit with dogs right from the word go. Gives them swell, meaty flavor. And gives them three different kinds to pick from. Grow Pup Ribbon, Grow Pup Meal, and Grow Pup Pellets. All full of what it takes to help keep a dog right on the beam. To help build strong bones and teeth and muscles. That's why lots of champs feed on Grow Pup. So ask Mother to get Kellogg's Grow Pup for your dog today. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.